0: Hey y'all, welcome to Brianna Approved, a podcast for people who like a holistic approach to real science and clinical research on all things nutrition, botanicals, and balance. I'm your host Brianna DiOrio, clinical nutritionist, herbal practitioner, and recovering super spaz. Hey y'all, we've made it to episode six of the Brianna Approved Podcast. And it's great timing for this episode because we are going to be talking about spring and Chinese medicine. We are going to, of course, go into our fun fact for the day. We will chat briefly about allergies and why they can be related to liver stagnation or poor liver function. We will get into knowledge bites which will be the main segment of the show where we discuss organs that are associated with springtime related to traditional Chinese medicine and why doing an emotional detox might be important this time of the year. And then we will finish the episode off with our supplement spotlight on nettles. And I will do a botanical brie springtime tea and a little DIY sinus home revenue that you can make from things that you already have in your kitchen and now it's your time for your fun fact for the day did you know that in traditional chinese medicine allergies can be a sign of liver deficiency now depending on who you talk to certain people will say that allergies can be related to poor liver function Other people will say that allergies can be an autoimmune excess response, so basically your body is just totally overreacting and it's a hyperimmune response. But we do know that if our allergies are related to poor liver function, this reduces our liver's ability to cleanse the blood. In particular, this means antibodies and histamines when we are talking about allergies. If our liver is sluggish, or it's deficient, as they would say in Chinese medicine, histamines might not be broken down properly. And over time, they can build up, which can cause an allergic reaction. Much like if we have a pile of clothes that keeps sitting in the corner of our room, over time, it keeps building and building and building, and then eventually it falls over and makes a big mess. We also know that we have an enzyme called DAO, which plays a really big role in breaking down histamines. Now, I don't wanna totally bash histamines because they are important neuromodulators in the body. I've talked about this before, but we do know that these histamines are really important for the allergy response. And when they get out of control, we can feel these issues everywhere because we make this DAO enzyme in our kidneys and in our thymus, so that's a part of our lymphatic system, right, as well as our intestinal lining and your digestive tract. So if you are having sluggish digestion, which can be related to things like your liver and your gallbladder, you might also have allergy issues. This is why there is a lot of interconnection between dietary discussions and what's going on with allergies and why as we get older, we can develop allergies to things that we didn't have when we were younger because our, quote, allergy bucket is more full. So all allergies doesn't mean that you're necessarily full of snot or you're blowing your nose all the time. It can definitely mean that you're just feeling kind of like off. You're feeling maybe foggy or maybe you're more irritable Again, because we have these histamine receptors throughout our entire body. We have them in our central nervous system, in our heart, in our vasculature, which means your blood vessels, as well as your lungs and your GI tract, your smooth muscles, immune cells. And we even have histamine receptors in our adrenal medulla, which again is why stress can be a trigger for what's going on with allergies. So again, because allergies can be this hyperimmune response, you need to basically remind your body that it needs to kind of calm down. And so treating why you have allergies in the first place, not simply just the allergy, is going to be really important for supporting the immune system, mast cells, and histamine. So you need to do all of that. And again, A lot of the times, particularly in Chinese medicine, we see that when somebody has allergies, they are liver deficient. And this can also include being deficient in other areas of our life, including digesting proteins. So maybe you just have poor digestive function overall you might be hyperreactive to a lot of things, meaning that you have a lot of environmental allergies and issues and sensitivities, again, because our liver is responsible for breaking all of these things down. So if we can clear up constitutional things going on with our allergies, we might have other things that we can clear up, like maybe our periods are really painful, maybe we have a lot of skin issues. Again, because if your liver is deficient, you aren't going to be breaking things down. So we do wanna take a moment to support the liver, which makes sense during the springtime, which we'll talk about during this episode. And now for our next segment of the show, Knowledge Bites. Yummy! Yummy! because knowledge is your brain's favorite food. Tis the season for newness. We are in the spring, y'all. And spring is really exciting because it's been a long, dark and gloomy winter. It's been really cold and now spring has sprung. This is why I love mother nature so much because it is so symbolic. We see this time of the year seeds are starting to sprout and flowers are blooming the sun is warming things up right there's this kind of sense of newness and renewal because again winter is that time to be very introspective and conserve our energy we reduce our activity and the spring it's the time of regeneration and new beginnings it's a new season right so this is a really great time of the year to our spring cleaning. This can be quite literally cleaning out our closets or emotionally and spiritually. So I think it's really cool that, you know, nature does this naturally. Now we're going to talk a little bit about the principles of the five elements, which the five elements refers to wood, fire, earth, metal, and water when we're talking about Eastern philosophy. And the principle of these five elements basically describes the flow of chi and the balance of yin and yang, right? Which again goes back to this whole idea of we need both of these things. And without lightness, we can't have dark. And I've said before, sunshine all the time makes a desert, right? So this is the natural transition of things. And according to this principle, the principle of five elements, all change in the universe and in your body occurs in five different stages. So this is basically our seasonal changes, right? After winter comes spring, then we have summer, then we have fall, so on and so forth. And all of these stages are associated with a particular time of the year, a particular element, a particular organ in our body, right? And so this is sort of the ebb and flow of what we see happening naturally and why we maybe have an affinity for certain kinds of foods at certain times of the year, why we maybe feel differently with our sleeping habits. So again, this can go back to things like eating seasonally, listening to your body more, while you're waking up earlier, right? And so we'll talk a little bit about spring in particular and what that means from a Chinese medicine standpoint. Like I said before, spring cleaning, literally and metaphorically, is a time for renewal and rejuvenation. So let's discuss a spring cleaning of the soul. In Chinese medicine, every season has a paired organ and a secondary organ system that goes into different emotions and different tastes, and again, different colors, all of these things that are optimal at certain times of the year. So in the springtime, the main organ is the liver, and the liver in Chinese medicine is responsible for smooth flowing qi, or basically energy throughout our body. So when the liver functions smoothly, this can mean that we are having physical and emotional energy that is also functioning smoothly throughout the body, and that is kind of the goal. Now. I'm gonna do a broad overview again. So in the springtime, the element is going to be wood. The color is going to be green, which makes sense because things are becoming more green after a long winter. We know that the organs are liver and gallbladder. The emotion is anger, which is cool. We'll talk about that. And the taste is going to be sour. Now, when we talk about the element of spring, with the element being wood, we know that this is meaning strength and flexibility. If you look at a piece of wood, it can also be associated with growth. So the season of spring in Chinese medicine is marked by change and growth and newness and movement and all the things that we see nature doing naturally. The organs are going to be the liver and the gallbladder. In Chinese medicine, there's always a main organ, and a secondary organ. So for instance, the heart and the small intestines go together, the lungs and the large intestines go together, so on and so forth, which I will probably do at a later time. Now, the color that is associated with the springtime is green. And again, nature is showing this to us with these little green sprouts that are coming up. We're seeing that leaves are blooming right things are bursting through the cold hard earth that we have had for all of the winter months i want to talk a little bit about how we can actually support this healthy transition into the spring so i think a really good jumping off point is going to be looking at our diet now if you listen to last week's episode i talked all about plant compounds and plant constituents and why you should eat one big ass salad a day and that's really fitting for this time of the year. We have transitioned from heavy winter foods and things that are like very heavy, such as soups and stews, right? Things that are warming, to now we want foods that are going to be lighter. So things that are citrusy, as well as, you know, leafy greens, because things are quite literally springing up from the ground. We see things like dandelion popping up this time of the year, which is actually an amazing botanical for not only your liver, but also for your urinary system and for your immune system. Again, the color of wood is going to be green and the flavor is going to be sour. So think about foods that are actually rich in things like vitamin C and tannins. So, you know, like raspberry and blackberry, even lemon, right? And then some sour foods, again, because the energetics of sour are going to be cooling and they can actually help to move energy upward in the body. So. This is a really great time of the year to incorporate leafy greens like dandelion and you know different kind of lettuce sprouts, arugula, because these have a really powerful affinity for the liver and gallbladder and can have some of these purifying and cooling qualities. And for the gallbladder in particular, artichoke and radish. So again in the springtime, We maybe are craving foods that are a little bit more cooling in nature, that are these like big salads that are very citrusy, right? So things that are full of tannins that can support the liver, the gallbladder, and digestion. Most people get this wrong and think that they have to do a three-day juice cleanse because beach body season is around the corner but they are right on some level for inherently wanting to increase their consumptions of greens, but we don't have to do it in a manner where we are miserable and starving ourselves every single day. Now, depending on how hippy tippy you want to be, the color that is associated with the springtime is green. We just had St. Patrick's Day, which everyone was wearing green, We also know that again, grass is starting to come back. We see flowers that are blooming. We see the leaves on the trees again, right? So go play outside and spend time in nature, breathe in the fresh air. You can also wear green clothes if you wanna kind of go down that path. But I wanna focus on the organs in particular that are associated with spring when it comes to Chinese medicine. And spring is all about the liver and the gallbladder. The liver and the gallbladder are at the peak of their activity during the spring. And the liver is our organ of planning and the gallbladder is our decision maker. The liver is a very yin organ, meaning that it is responsible for smooth flow of our blood and even our emotions throughout the body, while our gallbladder is a yang organ. So this is responsible for storing and excreting things like bile, and then from a more hippy-dippy side of things, it deals with decision-making and planning um, and even assertiveness. Your liver and your gallbladder work together to move blood and bile throughout your body, but they also play really important roles in things like your spleen and your lung health right so this can affect your immunity and how susceptible we might be to seasonal allergies we also know that the liver is associated with our tendons so impacting things like flexibility and strength which is a really good time and reminder to get outside and move again because in the winter months we've been kind of in hibernation mode we've maybe been feeling a little bit more lethargic we haven't been as active And then what's interesting as well is that your liver opens up to your eyes. So eye health can be correlated with liver health as well. So from a hippy-dippy side of things, this can mean having clear vision about moving forward. Again, we've had a lot of time to be introspective in the winter months, so looking ahead to a new season. Now, this is where the emotional side of things can come in and why I'm so big on having an emotional and spiritual detox this time of the year and letting things go because the emotion of wood and the emotion of spring and the liver is anger and frustration. So it's time to do a spring cleaning of our emotions. It is time to focus on releasing things that no longer serve us, things that maybe are rooted in frustration and anger again because the liver is associated with anger that is the main emotion other things like resentment and irritability being bitter can all be linked back to liver stagnation and liver issues right and like i said before how your eyes um, open up from the liver or your i should say the liver opens up into the eyes so your liver is connected to proper eye function If somebody has like bloodshot eyes, or even if they have really red itchy eyes because of allergy season, this is where we maybe wanna take a minute and look at what's going on with our liver health. When I think about things like being blood red mad, again, anatomically, the liver is really important actually for our blood. At any given time, your liver contains about 10% of your body's total blood volume and it filters 1.4 liters of blood per minute. That's about 47 ounces. To give you some reference, a half a gallon is about 64 ounces. So 1.4 liters of blood every minute is getting filtered. So if we have issues going on with the liver and the blood, this is where things like allergies can definitely act up. We also know that tension headaches and regular headaches can be said to be due to disharmony of the liver channel. Again, because the liver is responsible for free flowing of our chi and of our blood throughout the entire body. So if there's any stagnation there, if you have a lot of headaches going on, again, this time of the year, you might wanna look at what's going on with your liver. And this is where acupuncture and cupping can be really, really helpful. So it can be very helpful with getting your liver chi back in balance. Again, if you have a lot of anger, frustration, Uh, Any of those negative emotions, maybe that may be going on when you're having an emotional detox quote, right? This is the time of the year where a lot of people are detoxing from a lot of things, maybe from the winter months, maybe from improper dietary options that we went with during the winter, being on lockdown, all of that. And so when we're in this transformation period and when we are in this detoxification mindset, it's going to be really important to look at the liver and it's interesting that the spring and the liver are connected again the liver does control our tendons and we did spend a lot of time inside it's been cold so again in chinese medicine the liver does store our blood during you know our periods of rest and then it can release this blood into our tendons when we are active when we're outside playing so it's important to maintain Tendon health and flexibility, so this might be a really good time to do a little bit more stretching in your routine. Again, getting your body moving, motion is the lotion. Again, to support liver chi, if there's been liver stagnation. We don't wanna get stuck, so get outside and get that daily D. A little recap before we move on to our supplement spotlight. Again, so in Chinese medicine, every organ has a different season And there's a different element, a color and an emotion as well as a taste. So particularly right now we're talking about the spring, which is represented by the wood element and the liver is going to be the main organ and the complementary organ is going to be the gallbladder. So we do wanna make sure that we are supporting both of those in this springtime month. And we know that the color is green. So we see this happening naturally so you can wear a green, you can get outside and play outside, and the emotion is anger. So think about maybe things that you've been holding on to. Uh, if you're going through kind of, like I said, an emotional detox, this can be manifested in other ways, like through, you know, liver health issues, through skin stuff going on, hormone imbalances, and the taste is sour. So we want to increase our consumption of sour foods, as well as even bitter foods, right? So things like, you know, dandelion, dark leafy greens, artichoke, things that are kind of popping up this time of the year naturally. Our next segment of the show is going to be supplement spotlight and we're going to be highlighting nettles. Nettles is considered to be the mother of all spring tonics. It's really known for its ability to support the whole body. When we're talking about nettles in regard to allergy season, the main mode of action for nettles basically is limiting that histamine response, particularly for allergies that are histamine related, not necessarily for a food allergy, that's a different conversation, but nettles can basically help to limit a histamine reaction and it really works if you use it before Allergies get out of control. So, using it at the beginning of allergy season, um, you know, it's not going to be as powerful, obviously, as a pharmaceutical antihistamine. So, you can be in a long term relationship with nettles. I would consider it like a superfood because it's really high in a lot of trace minerals as well as chlorophyll. So it's nice and rich in tannins. It can also be considered an alterative, which means it helps to purify the blood and assist in elimination of body. So again, really good for this time of the year when we are quote, detoxing. Uh, Nettles is actually known for its sting, stinging nettles. You may have heard that before because the leaves and the stems are actually covered by these tiny little hollow hairs that are tipped with silica. And the stinging sensation can be basically attributed to histamine that's contained in these tiny hairs, as well as something called formic acid that covers the stems and the leaves. And so, when you touch this, when these little hairs touch the skin, the kind of sharp hairs they break off and they release their chemicals. But if the plant is properly dried, or if it's cooked, or if it's left out to wilt for a few days, that stinging disappears. Nettles also can be really good for the urinary tract. So it can help to increase urine, so very good for people who need more water elimination or as a diuretic. So it can be very beneficial for cleansing the butt, blood, as it is considered a nutritive, meaning that it helps everything. It's got those trace minerals, so you know, calcium and vitamin C and E and K, and then even silica and iron. Traditionally, people would use nettles as a hair rinse, so it can be very good for supporting healthy hair. Energetically, nettles is very cooling and drying and astringent, again, due to those tannin contents. And I do wanna remind people that nettles can be very highly contaminated with a high microbial count. So it's going to be really important that you get an organic nettles source. And now for our last segment of the show, botanical brie. We're gonna do a DIY spring tea and something to support your sinuses this time of the year. So first let's do our sinus recipe because this is so easy and you probably already have these ingredients in your kitchen. Really great for if your sinuses are stuffed up, if you're very much got a lot of congestion in your head and nose. All you're going to need is horseradish and apple cider vinegar. So basically what you're gonna do is just blend some fresh chopped horseradish, and you're gonna put it into apple cider vinegar, and you're gonna make a really thick pulp. And you're just gonna take about a quarter of a teaspoon of that pulp throughout the day and chew on it, and you swallow it. You can do this up to three times throughout the day, to again, help with sinuses, if you're really kind of got that head cold kind of stuff going on. So that is super easy. You can use horseradish. It's gonna help really open things up and be a decongestion. And lastly, we are going to do a botanical brie springtime tea. This is so easy. You can order all of these botanicals from Mountain Rose Herbs or wherever, you know, if you have a local apothecary, but Basically, it's just going to be equal parts of the above herbs that I'm going to talk about, and you just mix it into boiled water and you let it, you know, simmer for anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour. So you're going to need nettles, dandelion, hibiscus, and ginger. Now, I just talked about all the amazing benefits of nettles because it's really great at modulating that histamine response and it's also a nutritive and a diuretic. So again, very good for cleansing. Uh, it's nutritive in nature. It's got chlorophyll and lots of those trace minerals. Dandelion, which it's perfect for this time of the year because it's sprouting up outside. So dandelion root actually contains this compound called terexisterol, which is a triterpene, which I talked about on last week's episode that again can work on some of these inflammatory pathways in the body, and we know that allergies sometimes can be a hyper-response of the immune system. And then we add hibiscus in here. You could do hibiscus or hawthorn, anything that's going to just be rich in vitamin C, because vitamin C is really important for stabilizing those mast cells and working on the histamine response, but also for having a little bit of that sour flavor, which is important. When it comes to the springtime, that's the flavor that is associated with spring. And then we add in ginger, again, because we know that allergies can be an autoimmune excess response. Ginger, and if you want to use turmeric, you can, are really great for that hyperimmune reaction. So it's just going to be equal parts of nettles, dandelion, hibiscus, and ginger. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I did want to thank everybody again for listening and sharing and leaving reviews for the podcast. And if you make the botanical brie springtime tea, definitely take a picture, tag me. And I'm looking forward to seeing you all on the episode next after this. Ciao.